You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. And welcome to episode 41 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me today are Vicki Stokes. Hello. And Suze Gilbert. Hello, everyone. How is everyone today? Excellent. Did, did you have a nice Thanksgiving? I did. Yeah, it was quiet. Yeah, we hope our quiet. American listeners had a nice Thanksgiving. And uh, one thing we failed to mention last episode is we want to wish Happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate. We're into day four, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep, day four of Hanukkah. So if you're celebrating, happy Hanukkah. And speaking of Hanukkah, what we want to talk about today are holiday gifts. But before we talk about that, one thing I do also want to mention is we're taking a different uh, way of recording this time. As you know, with our podcast and with a lot of podcasts, Skype's is just evil. A lot of problems with recording on Skype with with, uh, noise issues. So today we're trying Google Hangouts for recording. So hopefully the sound quality will be better. Please let us know if it's the same, if it's better, if it's worse, because one of the things we're really trying to do is give you a good sound quality. So with that, Vicki, would you like to get us started? Yeah, sure. Um, My first... um gift uh was a gift i bought for myself i haven't gotten yet i ordered it i had this little teeny ipad mini and i like to just sit in bed and sit on my in a chair and just read and drink coffee or do whatever and not have my hands free so i've been looking for something that could sit in my lap not necessarily on my desk but even so it will look attractive sitting on the desk uh and sort of at an angle where you can actually read and so I found this through um, Deals Mac Life, you know, those Mac Life deals. Um, I've got a couple of them uh, gifts through that. And it's the iRest from Rain Design. Uh, it was a 2011 Macworld Best of Show. And they have it well, for 33% off. It's like $60, and now it's $39.99. Um, it is a, um, it sort of has these. Uh, little um, roll bars that can sit on your thigh, uh, two of them that can sit on your thigh and prop it up. And so that it doesn't um, move around. Um, and um, it, it's, it's, it's perfect for just using it as a regular stand on your desk or just, as I said, it can sit in your lap. Um, it, 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 they claim that it, it's, it's made out of some kind of aluminum finish. I don't have it yet. Gosh, I wish it did. But it has an adjustable reading uh, angle. It's like 60 degree reading angle. Um, and you can actually watch movies or whatever. It's, uh, I don't watch movies on my laptop. I want to see how you could really enjoy it on iPad Mini, but I guess some could. But I wanted it to, for reading. And it looked in the ad and from the way the lady was sitting in the chair as if it could really function well uh, for just sitting in a chair or even on a desk. It looks really um, sturdy. Um, it's, it's aluminum um, little uh, stand bars, and then it has a clear white um, and steel looking um, holder. Um, uh, so it can sit on your lap, it can sit on your desk, you can remove the cushions on it, uh, and fold it uh, for storage because it's like a little cushioned bar that, can, that sits on the, on the leg. Uh, and if it's, uh, it, I think just about any iPad, iPad mini all the way up to the, um, the iPad, uh, the classic in the uh, iPad Air. Um, and it, I'm always trying to, 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 to improve my ergonomics because I tend to bend over and put things real close to my face and so I think this would be perfect for me because like I can set it as far away as I need it to with my, my bad eyes and um, it looks like if it's easy to take it uh, 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 change the position you I believe you can see it in 
all only in the portrait orientation. That's that's sort of not good. I well, sometimes you want to see things sideways uh, in, the, in the landscape mode, but um, it looks like it's just perfect. It does not block the speaker uh, cut out for the speaker, so that's pretty good. I don't think it uh, allows you to to charge it wires in that stand. At least I did, didn't mention if it does. It also works with the Nook, and I think it also works with, with the Galaxy, the Galaxy, uh, Nexus Galaxy uh, devices. Um, that's, that's what I, that's just what it is. It's, uh, that is cool looking. That I is definitely cool looking. Design. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm so, unfortunately, I, I didn't get it in time, you know, so I couldn't really try it out, but, um, Inexpensive, good gift, $39.99 for someone who wants a stand that they can use in their lap and also on their desktop. So, yeah, yeah. Huh. Cheap, inexpensive. You can try it if it's no good and just store it in that land of misfit iPad accessory drawer <laughs> that you have. <laughs> Which we all have. <laughs> we, we, I immediately started singing the song to Land of the Mist, the, yes. you know, the toys. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> that is nice, though. Yeah. Well, one, one place that, uh, that I like, if you're looking for something that's unique and handcrafted, would be Etsy, which is Etsy.com. And there's also an Etsy app for the iPad and the iPhone. And if you're looking for something that's a little bit different, if you wanted to support someone who is an independent crafter, and that could be, it could be jewelry, it could be um, woodworking, it could be yarn, there, it could be um, pottery, there's just so much that you can choose from on Etsy. In fact, I bought, I was just showing the ladies before we started recording, I bought a knitting bag from an Etsy seller with made up of Heisenberg from uh, from uh, Breaking Bad. It was Heisenberg fabric. I also have a cross stitch pattern that I'm doing the evolution of Walter White, which I also bought on Etsy and I have bought yarn from various Etsy sellers. So if you're looking for something that you just can't go to Macy's to buy or Walmart or Kohl's or whatever store that you normally go to to do shopping, when you go on to Etsy, they have different categories like artwork, home crafts, jewelry, vintage, craft supplies, holiday ideas, gift ideas, things for the uh, mobile accessories like your phone or your iPod or your iPad or your Nook or whatever. They have uh, for holidays, if you look at the holiday section, they have calendars, they have do-it-yourself items, home decor, entertaining uh, they make clothes, so if you want something like a, a shawl or a dress, someone can make it for you. Everything on Etsy is handmade. So you're getting something that's very unique for the recipient, uh, something to decorate your home for the holidays or something for your pets, an ornament for your tree. I mean, there's endless ideas of what you can get when you when you look on Etsy. And the nice thing is, is you're supporting a small business and everything is handmade which is really nice. And like I said, I've, I've, I've bought a few things on Etsy and I've never been disappointed. And there's reviews so that when you go to an Etsy seller before you make a purchase, not only does it show how much the item costs, but you'll have the shipping policy so you know exactly how much it costs to get from their, their house of rent, you know, their home to yours. They have the United States shipping and then the international shipping prices and they usually charge you a little bit less if you get a second item at the same time and there's also the reviews so you can see exactly what people think as far as the quality of the merchandise how quickly the mer how quickly they ship the communication with the with the sellers so i would highly recommend if you're looking for something handmade and unique take a look at etsy i am um, i've had a love-hate relationship sometimes with this um app but for the most part I like it um, it's paper by 53 and I've mentioned them before in podcasts it's a freemium app so basically you get an eraser some basic colors and a calligraphy pen for free if you want to unlock the mixer for the color palette which has infinite colors and or all of the tools 
which is a pencil. They have a fabulous pencil. The water brush is the thing I, I really have a love-hate relationship with. But um, that is about $7. So all totaled $9 for the app. They have a very active blog where you can s submit your work. But they've just designed a new stylus that's really everybody's buzzing right now in the art world about it. And it's called Pencil. And right now, it is not a pressure-sensitive stylus like the Pogo Connect or the new one by um, Jot, the Adonit. <clears throat> but this one is blue. It is um, you do pair your device uh, with the app. It does have Bluetooth in it. It's shaped like a carpenter's pencil, and I have mixed feelings about a carpenter's pencil. I don't know. To me, it seems kind of clunky. But I think I'll just have to wait until I get it in my hands and feel um, what it's like. But they have two different kinds. They have a metal one, which is graphite, and that's $10 cheaper. And they have one that's walnut, which is used with sustainable uh, wood. So what they have done with this app, uh, excuse me, with this stylus, is it pairs right now with paper by 53. Of course, that is their app. So when you... Um, they, they call it KISS, KISS technology. So when you open up the app and you have your pencil stylus and it's all charged, uh, they said that the battery will last, I think it's like a month. And you, there, when you open up the app, there's going to be like a little pencil icon on the lower left-hand side of the screen. And you just press the tip of the stylus and it will, it will connect with it or with a kiss, supposedly, and it, um, it it's it's kind of nice. It will it, you can use it with other apps, but what's nice about this, it has a blend mode that is specific to this app. So if you've liked paper and you want to, you've always wanted to be able to blend, you will only be able to do it with this particular stylus. Now, from what I understand, 53 is making available the SDK. Um, uh, for for other developers, so I don't know if eventually there'll be third-party developers that will be able to uh, use that blend mode within paper. But what's nice about this, it's it looks it's very seamless. The the stylus, it's uh, the graphite. I don't know if I told you the price on that. The graphite is forty nine ninety five. The walnut is ten dollars more. Uh, it's um, fifty nine ninety five. So it's they're not the cheapest styli that you can buy. What is nice is at the very end of the stylus you have a an eraser, and so when you're working, I think it's much more intuitive to be able to flip over like you do a pencil and erase your your mistakes, and you will be able to do that. It also offers palm rejection with with paper. So if you've worked with paper by fifty three the app before and it's very it's frustrated you to um, have the screen move or to create errant re uh, marks on your work, you it, it will offer palm rejection, so it will recognize that using pencil. So I think those I think what they've done with it, it's a very well thought out stylus. And it, of course, the app is beautiful. It's, it was minimalistic before Johnny Ive, you know, decided to redo iOS 7. Paper was already pretty minimalistic. And also, I think the stylus is like that. The, I just prefer a round stylus for my hand, but I'm going to give. I'll probably purchase this to uh, give it a give it a try out and see if I like it or not. I really do like the blend mode. That in itself is very tempting. So, and I think I think it's the walnut one that uh, I the walnut one connects with uh, the mag. You can basically put it. Um, onto your screen and it has like a little magnet in it. So, you know, if you're looking for something for your artist, uh, you know, person in your family and you need a gift, Paper by 53, it's going to, they can download that. You can you can tell them about it and they can download and you, I, you won't be able to probably gift them the in-app purchases. But the stylus, so for $59.95 you can get a walnut with a magnetic snap and graphite with the $49.95. So, the t and they do come with replaceable tips. I think they have a replacement tip in there. I did read one review of a beta tester that said that, you know, he works very hard on his screen, on his iPad screen, and he noticed that he wore out the tip pretty fast and it left black marks on the screen. So that is something to note. But um, 
you, they do have replacement tips and they do include one. So that's it for me. Um, my next uh, gift is the Harper Juice um, external battery pack for the MacBook, uh, iPad, iPhone, Android. Um, I purchased the Hyper Juice, um, I think it's the 60 watt one. Um, Back when we in Macworld, when we went to Macworld, Elisa. You, you had that with uh, you in January, right? Yeah, I, I bought it at Macworld. I couldn't, I could use it on my iOS devices, but I could not use it on my MacBook because uh, the MacBook's uh, MagSafe uh, power adapter is, um, you know, uh, proprietary technology, and um, they had some, I guess, some kind of lawsuit against Hyperjuice, so Hyperjuice. Uh, had to come up with a new um, way for you to actually connect it to your iPad, I mean your MacBook, uh, and that's called a magic box. It, this isn't included with the battery, so you would have to get a magic box, and what you would have to do is buy a MagSafe adapter, uh, um, power adapter for your MacBook, and you would have to actually cut the cables and make your own cables. Now, I like doing that kind of thing. Some people don't. They, they feel uncomfortable. You can actually buy it. I think you, you can buy it already adapted for like a hundred and some dollars. Um, I'm not remotely interested in um, buying, um, paying a hundred some dollars for something that I could get done um, for much less. So I got the magic box and I finally uh, uh, complete the adapt, created an adapter for it so they could actually charge my MacBook. Uh, and the reason why I want this is because not only I have to go to, I, I plan, hopefully I'm going to Macworld again, but I'm also going to CES this year, I mean next year, and uh, I do a lot of meetings in conference rooms and things, and my, I don't necessarily have access to uh, a uh, outlet. I think there's a very good idea to care, I can charge it, um, it's, it doesn't weigh that much. Um, and uh, still be able to uh, use my laptop all day long and also leave it on my desk and charge my iOS devices. I'm trying to not have all these different cables and things carrying with me in my um, pack to go to work. I actually use my own personal laptop to connect to my work laptop because I hate my work PC. It's just, it's huge, cumbersome, and i rather have something light like my MacBook Air. But I love this battery. Well, let me tell you a story about what happened to it. I hadn't, hadn't used it. I had it in the drawer, sitting aside, planning on getting the magic box and doing it, getting an adapter. So I pulled it out. I said, well, at least I can use it to charge my iOS devices. I don't know what happened. Maybe it was something wrong with the cable that I had attached to it, but it, caught, it stopped burning. I could smell <gasps> the plastic. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God, what's going on, you know? I said, they're never going to return it. They're never going to listen to me. Well, I sent it to them, and they sent me another one back. As I said, make sure you don't you use a cable that's, you know, uh, you get the magic box and make sure you use the right cables and toss that cable that you had before because something was horribly wrong with it. And they gave me a brand new one. They, it was just no big deal. Um, and I wow. really appreciate it. They were so helpful. And understanding, because it was my fault. I know it was my fault. It was something stupid I did. I, I don't know what I was doing. I was using cables that weren't even specified for either device. They they normally work on my iOS devices, but they don't they don't necessarily work with that that battery pack. Uh, so it caught it stopped burning. It was the weirdest thing in the world. Fortunately, I have a good sense of smell. I could smell it burning, and I tossed it to the side. And I thought, well, maybe it's my imagination. Maybe it wasn't burning. Okay, so I walked away and I plugged it into the socket and said, let me charge the battery. The next day I came into the room and I smelled this odor of burned plastic. And I looked at it and the whole front was like melted. Mm. Wow. God, it was like a nightmare. I'm surprised it didn't trip off some kind of, um, you know, uh, the power. Uh, and, and I guess it just shut and it shorted out or something, which was good. Um, but I love the battery. It works perfectly. Um, it's pretty, it's a little heavy, but not too heavy that you can throw in your backpack and add too much weight. And there, for different um, 
watts. Uh, obviously, my MacBook Air is 60 watt, and it goes all the way up to 222 watt. And of course, the price goes up accordingly, 169.95 up to 449.95. Um, but it can extend the battery of the MacBook up to 14 hours, and I guarantee you, I've used it all day at work, and came home and still was using it. And before I went to bed, I wow. charged it. So it definitely works that long on a MacBook. Um, it could. I've used it on my iPad Mini, and it. I used that all day long on my iPad Mini, more than 24 hours. So it wow. lasts a very, very long time. Um, uh, and they say for the iPad Mini Retina, it's 24, 25 hours, and my iPad Mini, 36 hours. And I guarantee you, I it still had juice. After I used it all day long on my iPad Mini, uh, and it can charge the iPhone eleven times. That alone is is priceless because you, when you're at a conferences or MacWorld or whatever, the first thing that you worry about is your phone dying. And my iPhone five sucks battery like there's no tomorrow. So I know by the end of the day, if I was at any kind of conference, that that battery would be dead. So. I hope to use it at Macworld. <clears throat> hint, hint, ladies. Um, <laughs> but I'm definitely going to use it at It's CBS. all about the airfare. <laughs> it is. Yeah, but I'm definitely going to use it at CES in January. All right. That's it. The Hyperjuice, a Hypershop. There you have excellent customer service. I can guarantee you that. Because <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have given me a new battery. I would say, you idiot, you burned it out. I'm not giving you another one. <laughs> Well, if you if you need a backpack to carry that battery and your MacBook Air, I highly recommend the Kensington Contour Overnight TSA Checkpoint Friendly Backpack. Long name. It's also a very big bag. And this is a, a bag that I reviewed earlier this year for MyMac.com. And I'll put the link in the show notes. But actually, it was my son who did the review because I didn't want to wait too long after receiving this and he was going on a trip and he loved it. Uh, I used it when I went down to Florida in October to visit a friend and I was showing it to her and she loved it so much she immediately went on to Amazon and bought it. Right now it's uh, on Amazon for $68.99 and I want to say that my friend probably paid about 85 or 90 a month ago. So yeah. this is in fact I'm pulling it out right now to look at it. It holds up to a 15-inch laptop. It is checkpoint friendly, which means when you open up the back of it and you put in your laptop, the bag itself opens flat so that it can just go right through security. And there is plenty of room and it's padded. There's also a little pouch in here for anything that might spill, though I always put those in Ziploc bags, like little things like shampoos or moisturizer, hand lotion, things like that. But if you are brave and don't like to do that, there's a little pouch in here for your things that might spill. There is plenty of room. The middle compartment is, their, their use is, is for it being an overnight bag so that if you're going uh, out of town on a business trip, you can put your laptop in the back compartment and you can put your clothes in the front compartment. And there is plenty of room in here. You could do definitely do a weekend. There's other pockets in here that you can put your phone, possibly your iPad mini, um, a lot of little cubbies against like the back wall, I, I guess you would call it, of the bag. And then plenty of room for other things, a little slot that you could run your earbuds through. Then we have another little cubby here in the front for keys, pens, pencils, credit cards, another zippered slot for things that might uh, might be loose, like maybe a pack of gum or uh, a SIM card or, or something like that, kind of a cable. And then on the side, it also has two more pockets. I mean, it's just got pockets galore. The one thing that I really liked about this is that the straps are padded and the whole backpack is curved. So it fits against your back. Er, I'm not sure if the word would be ergonomically, but it's very, very comfortable as it rests against your back. And I use, like I said, I used this when I went to Florida 
and I just jammed it up. And there's also a little spot here for uh, a water bottle. So if you're using it that way, you can put a water bottle in. I used hmm. it, when I used it for Florida, I loaded it up. My son used it on a cruise and he jam-packed it, especially by the time he came home. Because if you're not familiar with cruises, you leave your suitcase outside your door the night before. And then in the, the morning when you get dressed, anything that you still have that's dirty or your toiletries, you just shove into your backpack or your, your carry-on bag. And he just didn't bother transferring it to his suitcase because they just went right to the airport and just hop on the plane and came home. And he had it jam-packed. And he said the only problem he had with it, it was a little bit difficult to fit under the seat in front of him on the, on the airplane. But otherwise, it wasn't heavy. It wasn't uncomfortable. He was, you know, walked through the airport. He didn't have any problems. Really, really like this bag. And I used to use an L.L. Bean bag. That one. That's, that's what I've always used. Yeah. yeah. I've always used the L.L. Bean because they are re made really, really well and they last forever. That one my husband uses now when we travel and I use this Kensington. And for the price, you know, under $70 and for everything that it holds, well worth the money. And it's very well constructed and it's very comfortable. And when you're walking through an airport, and as you know, some of these airports are gigantic. Gigantic. Even if you take a shuttle from Terminal A to Terminal B, you're still doing a lot of walking. And the last thing you want is a backpack where you're like on your knees crawling because it's so heavy and so uncomfortable. So this backpack, I highly recommend. It's very popular. The thing is, with being in Maine, when I lived in Maine, which is great, you know, with L.L. Bean, you can buy a backpack and they're re they, they have like the best return policy ever. And they build their they build their things to last. So if you purchase something from LL Bean and you it you know tears or rips out or doesn't last, they will return it. They they've gotten a little bit stricter because people were really really abusing the policy. Like they would buy a set of LL Bean boots you know 30 years ago and then bring them on in and, and they were replacing them. I think oh, they changed it. I think they tweaked it a little bit. That's crazy. But you know the fact of the matter is is if you buy a backpack from L.L. Bean, you know you, you it's basically almost like, like a lifetime guarantee, which is really mm -hmm. great. Yeah. And they must be very popular. There's only 16 left on Amazon. Is there more on the wow. way? Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. This is a Kensington bag. Mm -hmm. that I was talking about, but my LL Bean yeah. bag, which I still love. And it's, and I use that if it's something very small that I'm doing. Um, if I'm just, you know, going out for the day or something, I need a backpack. But if I'm traveling, I grab the Kensington and my husband now uses the LL Bean. You know, that's just the smart thing all the way around is to use a backpack when you're traveling. You know, it's secure. You know, it's right with you. I, I started using a backpack, especially going to Europe, because, you know, there's a lot of times when you're out and about, too, you just want to throw some stuff, and you don't necessarily want to have your pocketbook with you. You know, and you can throw stuff into a backpack. It's just great. When we when we go on cruises, that's what we use. We When we, we get yeah. off the ship, we go to the beach. I've got my wallet. I've got my backpack. Uh, uh, passport because depending on what ship you go uh, what port you're in you have to show your passport again to get back on the ship um you know my room key and then uh change of clothes suntan lotion you know the kindle the beach towels all the stuff i just put everything in the backpack and like yeah. you said it's a good place to keep your money safe because it's not just something that someone's going to grab off my back yeah no and you know in europe um especially because i traveled to France quite a bit is that pickpocketing is the pickpockets are notorious and they really target um you know tourists of course because you know they'll distract you they'll have usually it's maybe two people working in tandem with each other where you know someone will come up ask you directions and next thing you know someone's pickpocketing um your pocketbook or your wallet or whatever I can't believe this happened to me but it did but my husband and I when we were traveling um we were going up to Giverny about four years ago, and we had bought the train tickets, and we were in uh, Saint-Lazare, uh, the train station. And I was distracted. I was buying a magazine, and I went over to my husband. He said, let me see the tickets. We just have to go have them, um, you know, we have to go ha uh, have them stamped. I didn't have the ticket. Someone had pickpocketed my tickets. Oh, my. So I had to go in and French. You know, the woman didn't speak any English, which was fine. I thank goodness I speak French. But they did tell me they we had to rebuy the tickets. 
And if they ever, someone ever did turn them in, they would credit our credit card. And believe it or not, about four months later, we had a um, we had a return on our credit card for the tickets. So maybe someone did turn them in. But just you know, for people that aren't aware, you you know, you almost have to realize that everything, when you have a backpack, you know, everything is there with you and you can just keep, you don't have to worry about, you know, your wallet in your back pocket or your pocketbook. That's what I like traveling with a backpack. You can pay attention to stuff that's around you. And it's really hard for pickpocketers to get into a backpack because there's so many zippers, you know, which zipper is going to hold something valuable, you know, so that's really nice. And I always but, bury the stuff, you know, my phone, my wallet, it's buried. It's not like you could just zip it open and poof, you know, there it is. It's buried exactly. under so many things that you would have to go, you know, thumbing through everything to try to find it. And by then I would know that someone was yeah, at my backpack. Exactly. It's, it's, I don't think they target backpacks necessarily because they're just tougher to get into, you know, and people are a little more aware. Oh, you can do. Well, for me, you can do what I did. Oh. Uh, when, uh, you can do what I did when I went to Macworld. I left my wallet at home. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Your little adventure. Yes. So, did Elisa pay for everything for no, you? No, I just drove back home to get it. So. <laughs> yeah, don't you? I checked into the hotel and I asked uh, the front desk if Vicky had checked in, and they said yes, she already had. And then I found out that she was on her way back. <laughs> back to her home to get her wallet so we ended up thank goodness it wasn't a plane trip right away yeah we just met up later in the day lordy well for me um pretty much all the things on my gift list are iphonography or uh, uh photography related but this one I had a fabulous case. I think I mentioned it last year on the podcast. I know I mentioned it a couple times on Pocket Size Podcast, but the diff case was absolutely fabulous. It's a a case that you put in, and it has two universal mounts for um, your iPhone. So it is cased. It also, you can put the sunshade on the front, and that's really nice if you live in in a sunny environment, you know, so you don't get a lot of glare off your screen. The problem is, is now that I have my iPhone 5S, it's such a thing of beauty. It really is. It's just beautiful. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, hide it with a case. So I thought, well, what am I going to do? Because I really do like putting my iPhone on a tripod, you know, or a gorilla pod. Especially, you know, when you're traveling, it's really nice instead of, we, my husband, through Photo Jojo on the last trip, we bought one of those photo extenders. Those are a pain in the butt. You know, you put, you basically, it's a telescopic extender. So you put your, you put your iPhone on it and then you have to, you know, make sure you're in the picture and you extend it. It's just a pain. I, I, I try, we tried it. We didn't care for it that much. I much prefer the Gorilla Pod because you can always either stand it on a, a wall or you can wrap it around a, you know, a, a metal post or something and then take a photograph. This one's called Glyph, and it's been out for a while. The original Glyph fits a naked or a caseless iPhone 4S, 4, and 5, and 5S. But the new one that came out, I'm going to buy because I ended up on my 5S. I just put a bumper around. I I bought a space gray uh, metal bumper. I don't know if you guys see. You can see it now. Can you see it? Yeah. <laughs> I bought a, I bought a case. So I wanted the new glyph because basically the, the old glyph was for a naked case. The new glyph will work with any smartphone with or without a case. They, it includes a hex key. So you can um, put your phone, fo- uh, your, excuse me, your phone in there, tighten it all up. And then you have your universal tripod mount that you can then put it on to your uh, tripod or your gorilla pod. It also has a little keychain attachment so you can just put it on your keychain you always have it. It also doubles as an iPhone stand so if you're watching Netflix or a movie or FaceTiming someone you can basically put it on um, you know a table and have a stand. It's 30 bucks. Do you have one? Oh Vicki has one. There she is. Oh, is that the old one or the brand new one? one. I bought it uh, two macros ago. Yeah. Okay, so that one is fits a naked a naked iPhone. Yeah. 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 So this this one is new. In I think with the shipping, it's the U.S. orders. It's two to three weeks. 
If you place your order before December 6th, it will arrive by Christmas. Otherwise, it, it won't. But it would make a great stocking stuffer for the iPhone or smartphone photographers in your family. It's just a really great gizmo. I'm, I'm buying one because I just... I really like to be able to have that. I don't want to buy another diff. I love the diff case. So if anybody needs, like I just explained, if they need a case like that, go to diff.com, diffcase.com, and you can purchase a case there. But I really think the glyph is nice because I like the stand capability. You know, sometimes it's a real pain when you're FaceTiming somebody and, you know, you've got to hold your phone up. Aren't I lazy? Just, you know, like, oh, yeah. I, I would rush, just prefer to put it on, you know, the table. Yeah. So... Glyph.com or studio, it's by Studio Neat. So you can go right to Studio Neat. And um, it also fits uh, a Samsung Gal Galaxy Note, I think, too. It might. We were talking about cases. And I just got a case for review. Um, and I, I should get a little bit of background on this. That I saw this case on, um, when I was, I, I thought I was on, on the airplane, but I think I was on BART. This guy sat next to me, and he pulled this case out. <laughs> and it was just so small. It's just like it's like the landscape kind of, I mean, portrait kind of mold kind of thing. You know, real tall. And um, yeah. And he started pulling out things. He had this iPad in here. He had the, his MacBook in it. He had all the cables, and when he opened it up, <clears throat> it had all these little. Pockets, mesh pockets, so you can actually see all your little devices in here. And I, as you know, I went from a MacBook 17-inch MacBook Pro to a MacBook Air. I went from having a two, three phones, one for work, one for this, one for, and, and having an iPod to just one device. I've been trying to narrow it down. I got that. I got an iPad Mini. I was carrying an iPad and a Kindle at the same time. I was just carrying too much stuff. And when I saw this guy, I thought... Not that she, not that she's bragging or anything. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I love gadgets. I'm going to buy it. You know, some people buy cars and stuff like that. I buy gadgets. So when mm -hmm. I saw this bag... Okay, I, I bow to you, Vicky. You're the queen of everything. Of <laughs> right, I do. I hate just about everything. Any kind of technology. But this thing, it was so great. The first... It's one zipper part in the front where you can put your iPad and it's the iPad pocket and um, it sort of felt inside of it so it keeps, you can actually put it in there naked um, and, and, and the voice scratches. It has pockets for pins in there, your cards. Um, there's a little narrow little pockets that you can put things that you can quickly look in there and see. And then there's another part here, another pocket. This is actually where I put my iPad mini because it's smaller. This, you could actually put a regular size iPad in here. And then in the middle part. And how big is it? This thing, oh gosh, what is the dimensions on this thing? Um, it is eight and a half width by 10.6 inch high and 1.9 in diameter. Um, and it weighs just a pound. So it's very, oh, very lightweight. Bad. It starts out lightweight. Um, yeah. And um, I, I, I'm trying very hard to avoid carrying a lot of stuff. And it has a pocket for your iPhone right here. And a little mesh pocket where you can put like uh, cards, SIM cards or whatever, anything that you want to need, need a quick access to right at the top. And in the middle part, it had all these pockets. They're clear pockets that zip so you can still see what's inside it. And then on the other side, there are, well, it's, it's, it's two zip, zipper pocket on one side, so you can see inside. And then there's other, it's like um, two uh, mesh pockets at the top and one really deep one that you could put like your cables and stuff. I had this really cute um, bag. It was a leather bag and it was lightweight too. But everything fell to the bottom of the bag. I couldn't find anything. I would have to unpack everything to find stuff. This, you can see everything in here. So when this thing came up for review, and I saw um, uh, on our one-hour digest uh, for Mac Mac review, I jumped on it. I, I, I was tempted to call John, but I just sent him in. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a place for your, your, Mac, uh, uh, your MacBook Air. 
a little right in the back. And it also has this little place where you can put other stuff that you, you need, that papers or stuff you need quick access to, right in the back. But what's really cute about it, I didn't even tell you what, what the company is called, Think Tank. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> they normally do photo bags and stuff like for uh, cameras and stuff. So this is really unique for them. It, um, right, it has a little saying right where your, your, you store your MacBook. Where would I be without you? And I guarantee you, that's exactly what I feel about this bag. It is wonderful. It's cute. It's so lightweight. It's lighter than my dogs. And I don't have very many things lighter than them. It's like, I, I mean, I have this thing packed to the gills with everything that I had in that other bag. And it's so much lighter. Uh, and it's, wow. just, it's just so cute. It's so gadgety. I just love it. I, my review, I'm going to try to do a video review of it because you got to see it to to appreciate it. I love this bag. Right. Um, I don't know if hold I... Hold it up. Huh? Can you hold it up? Can you hold it up? So you can see it? Oh, yeah, that is nice. Yeah. That's yeah. really nice. It's, it's really way cool. I mean, it is just really a, a thing of beauty, in my opinion. It's just really, really nice. <laughs> so... That's one of the perks for being a Mad Mac review, uh, reviewer, you guys. If you like to write, you can just contact one of us and we can, we can contact with John because we need reviewers, yeah. especially female reviewers. So <laughs> Yeah. Now, Vic, that's a very good plug, Vicki. So yeah. the, the cost on that, though, is $169.95 to $450. Your mine is only uh, $74.75. Oh, wow. So it must be like the leather, you know, gold no, encrusted. No, it's not leather. You, it's... it's this mesh kind of, you know, this. Um, water no, I'm saying for the four hundred, huh? For the four fifth, for oh, the four fifty. Oh yeah, they're they're, they're, bigger. they're bigger. They're much bigger to carry. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. okay. about MacBook Air. You guys worry about your own. I'm talking about this one. <laughs> you know, you go on this side and figure out what you need. If it's you don't need a MacBook Air. <laughs> I really did not get the other one. Tough love so from Vicky. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I'm surprised I forgot about it because I was just I was all in this guy's face asking no questions about it when I saw it, and then I just completely forgot about it. It was like months ago that I saw this bag. So, yeah. So, I'm so glad that that I remember the name Think Tank. It's it's, it's the it's the company. I'm sure they have really nice camera bags, but I don't have a camera. Hint, hint. You need to check that out. <laughs> well, you know the thing is, is I have so many camera yeah, bags right do. now. <laughs> And I use my iPhone. Isn't that sad? I have really? so many. I have I, I have a plethora of camera bags, but I use my iPhone pretty much all the time. So, yeah, yeah I'm glad to hear that because that's that is my camera nowadays. You know, um, and I'm trying to take pictures and I'm I'm editing them a lot so to make them look better. Ooh. So yeah, John I take them. Me to I do take that. them. I put them in iPhoto. The end. <laughs> I don't even use iPhoto. They were so bad. I don't even the use pictures it. were so bad. I was going through and I said, I got like 400 pictures. So let me delete this stuff. This is, I would never look at this. I, I just thought, don't know. Then I said, no, let me, let me try to edit some of them. And now some of them are quite a, a number of them worth keeping once I edited them. You know, move yeah. around, fix the colors and stuff. Yeah. You know, even if you take a photograph with a raw file or a JPEG, whatever, if you take it from any type of camera, whether it's a point-and-shoot, your iPhone, any mobile device, um, a DLSR, every single photo, you have to do something. Either you have to sharpen it a little bit or you have to, you know, maybe adjust the white balance or the color. I don't think I've ever had a photo that was absolutely perfect when it came out of the camera, and I don't think I think most photographers. I mean, you do need to tweak a little bit, crop it, or I mean, just there's always something that you have to do to a photo a little bit, you know. So, but I see. To me, iPhoto, I've never, I've never liked it. I've never used it, so it's just not one of my favorite apps. No, that's where I store my nine thousand plus pictures. <laughs> Storage, I'm, I'm sure that's fine. But see, I, ever since it corrupted some of my uh, photo files, I've, I've stayed away from it. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you there. Yeah. Well, about two weeks ago, both our HP printers died at the exact same time. Now, what are the chances? I was just going to say. Yeah, they both died. My husband uh, needed to print something, and we have it set up so that even though he's got a printer that's attached to his computer... We use the printer that's in the living room, which is which is attached to a print server, and it nothing was happening. 
And then I switched it over for him so that it would print on his and it would just print in very, very, very pale black. And I put in a fresh cartridge. It still didn't work. And I just said, okay, I guess it's time for a new printer. Never liked the two printers that we had. They were HP, uh, fax, was a fax, copier, scan, and print. They just never worked right from day one. But I can't complain because we had them for five years. So we definitely, and we got them free because it was back when you bought a Mac with a back to school special, you got a free uh, up to a hundred dollar printer. So even if we didn't need a printer, I would grab a printer anyway, because it was free. And then we would just Mm kind of hold on to it until we needed a printer. So these two printers were at least five years old. So I put the call out, okay, what printer do people recommend? And in the past, I've always liked the Canon and the Epson. I've had good luck with those. But uh, Russ Walkovich, who's one of the writers for MyMac.com, recommended the Brother printer that he had just bought. And he said he loved it. The setup was really easy. He got a good price for it. It was $100. And he was very happy with it. My first instinct was, ooh, brother, they don't really make... Last I had heard, their products weren't very good. And I also mentioned it to my son who works with computers. And he goes, oh, you don't want brother. But I looked up on Amazon and I looked on uh, Staples and they had fabulous reviews. So I said, okay. And that's what I ended up buying. It's a brother... MFC J870DW, uh, yeah, DW, which is all in the show notes, but it is a printer, scanner, copier, and fax machine. And what I like is we no longer need a print server. Everything is done wirelessly. There is so much more to this printer that I haven't even discovered yet because I haven't taken the time. I think you can print something or scan something and send it directly to Evernote or to Facebook, which I haven't done because that's not something I do anyway. A couple of days ago, this printer was about $85 on Amazon. Right now, I'm looking at it, it's $108. But you can get this at a Staples or at Amazon for a lot less money. I got it at Staples on sale for $100, and I had a 25% off coupon. So the whole thing cost me about $80, which was great. The setup, really easy. You don't need to download drivers unless you plan on doing some scanning, in which case it makes life a lot easier just to be able to do everything from your Mac and then click all the buttons. But it's super easy. Everything is wireless, works great. The only negative I can say about this is that it's a little bit slow. I'm used to hitting the print button, send, boom, it starts printing. This probably takes about 10 seconds before it starts printing. So... You 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 hit the button and you go. Did it? Did it take it? What's going on? But then about ten seconds later, the paper starts to come out. So I'm really happy with it. And it faxes our prior fax machine. We could send a fax. We couldn't receive a fax. This one I did a test fax to a friend of mine. She sent me one. I sent her back. Works great. Super easy. I scanned something. Super easy. We've we've made copies. It works really well. So if you, I mean, I know you can go to Walmart or Target and you can get a $30 printer. And if all you do is just want a basic printer, go to Walmart, go to Target, get the $30 printer. But if you do need something that does a little bit more and you have other computers or iPads or iPhones in your household and you need to print, I would recommend this Brother printer. It works really well. And I want to thank Russ for the recommendation. Because like he said, it took no time to set up. It is a little bit big. It's advertised as being small. It's not mm-hmm. small. It is not small. It does take up some room. See, I have a HP wireless, and I have to say I, I, I really like it very, very much. It's always ready. I never have a problem. I love the fact that, you know, right from the an app or whether I'm working in pages or, or any type of anything even photographs you know you can make sure you do one or two pages you know back side front side and the next thing i know it's upstairs it's printed out it's very fast it's not slow at all so and it was it was not an expensive printer i think we i picked it up at walmart so my next item and i just want everyone to know that i'm i'm basically um telling you all the items i want for christmas <laughs> 
the glyph. I want the pencil stylus. The next one is I, I did not buy this in its first incarnation. It's the Olo Clip. Uh, the first one was a three-in-one photo lens. And basically it had a macro, a wide angle, and a fisheye. And for those of you that don't know what those are, a fisheye compresses your space. So with this particular lens, this all-in-one lens, and with any type of fisheye lens that you're going to put on your iPhone, you are going to get a, either a, a black outline, of, it's going to be like a circle, and um, or you'll get a lot of vignetting. So that it'll have to be cropped out unless you like that particular effect. Think of it as if you had a silver ball and you were looking at your reflection and you know how it's just all compressed within that circle. That's what a fisheye does. Of course, a wide angle is great for group shots with your iPhone. I love uh, a wide angle lens on my iPhone. And especially for like landscape mode, if you want to take like a, a vista or if you want to uh, take a skyline photo. And in macro, I've had really good luck with macros. Um, and that's when you're doing a close up and you're really close up, like a, maybe inside of a flower or an insect, something like that. So what this one does, it's all in one and it just clips on over. You really have to not put a case on your iPhone, but basically it just clips over your camera, your lens on your iPhone, and then you can take apart to get the macro. The, this new foreign one has two macros. It has a 10X and a 15X. So for those of you that love macro photography, iPhoneography, you're going to love this lens. It also comes in three colors and I'm getting the red. So it comes with silver or red or black. They're $69.99. Uh, Oloclip has had great reviews just all the way um, across. So this is kind of exciting for the 5 and the 5S is to have this 4-in-1 photo lens. Now I purchased a lens kit that had a magnetic thing for my 4S, it had a magnetic connector, and basically you just put like this magnetic ring, you stick it on over your lens on your 4 or 4S, and then the lenses that I bought from Photo Jojo, and they were they were fine they just connect onto that magnetic lens. And it was really a pain because sometimes, you know, you don't want necessarily a magnetic circle over the lens. And if you didn't get it on just right, you'd have a lot of vignetting on your photos. So I think this, for me, will be just a great gift. And, uh, and for everyone else, too. But it comes with a little bag. It comes with... Um, an iPod Touch 5th generation adapter and of course it has all the caps to the lenses so you can protect the glass. And some of the lenses that you purchase like through Photo Jojo, I mean they're cheap and they're good and they will do the job but many of them you know have like a plastic lens. So I think I think this is just uh, read the reviews, uh, go to the oloclip.com website and you can look at the gallery, you can look at the specs on um, the particular lens. They also have a photo, uh, excuse me, a telephoto lens. So if you really aren't into macro or fisheye or wide angle, but you want to have a telephoto, then they do offer that as well. So they're, they're a good company. They, I remember when they, I think they started this on Kickstarter or something and uh, it was pretty, pretty popular. But I just love the red one because I love red anyway and it looks really nice. So th the only thing is you cannot use a case with your iPhone. So you, if you do use a case, you're going to have to take your phone out of the case to use it. My next uh, choice was called the Antec 4-Port Hub Charger. I also did a review of this on my Mac, which will be linked in the show notes. And it's about $27 on Amazon as of today. And it's pretty simple. What it does is you can charge two iPads and two iPhones at the same time. And it's what's nice about it is a lot of times when you're going someplace, whether it's vacation or you're going to someone's home for the holidays, you don't want to have your devices here, there, and everywhere charged, you know, one's over here, one's over there. Everything can be charged at one spot, especially when you uh, go to a place where there aren't a lot of outlets. You can just plug this in. It's got a regular two-prong outlet, so it's not a bulky, I'm sorry, a uh, plug. So it's not bulky. Just plug it in, plug in your devices. Works great. The speed is the same as if you plugged your device directly into the, uh, into the wall outlet on its own. So if it takes an hour to charge your Kindle, it takes an hour to charge your Kindle through this. 
It doesn't take up a lot of space. I use it all the time. And I use it a lot to extend the uh, the length of my iPad charger. So what happens is a lot of times I'm watching a video podcast or a video on Netflix, but my my iPad needs power. My iPad needs uh, battery charge. It doesn't reach to the outlet. I just plug it into the Antec charger and then plug that into the wall and I can watch my videos while it's getting charged. So it's a win-win. So because I said, it's, you know, not really a whole lot to say about it, but it does what it says it's going to do, and it does it very well. Well, I see your four hub battery charger, and I raise you to the charge card by Photo Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> and for those Poker. of you that are looking for a, I don't know if people do stockings, but we, in our family we do stockings, and I'm always looking for kind of funky things to put in my son my son's and my husband's talking. And as you know that anybody that has a phone or an iPad, it's a pain to always carry the charger around. And you know, invariably with iOS 7, if you are using Bluetooth, it really is a battery drain. Well, the charge card is available through Photo Jojo, which is my absolute favorite place to look for funky um, photo accessories for your iPhone or your iPad or just photography in general. And this one's called the Charge Card. It, it was a, stick, a Kickstarter project, excuse me. It's $25. And for Android users, you're going to like this because it you it, it is a micro USB or it does have a lightning adapter for the new uh, 5 uh, and new iPad minis and for the 5S and 5C and then for the older users of the 3GS and the 4 and 4S with the 30 pin it also has that so you can select the one that you want so what's really nice about it it is USB 2.0 and of course in a plane they have those some the new cars have the USB port so you can just be charging you don't have to worry about bringing cables and um, adapters. This will fit right into your phone. It's the size of a credit card, which makes it great. So you can just put it in your wallet and you can always have a charger with you. So I just think it's a fabulous project. Um, and I, I, I'm definitely, I'm glad they did this. I, I was, uh, it's always a pain for me to remember my charger. So this is perfect. So if you have your iPad, it can be charged. If you have your iPhone, so you may need two of them because I have an iPad 3. And it has the 30 pin. So I'll have to get one of those and then I'll have to get, but still for 50 bucks for convenience. I suppose that's not too, too bad. So, or you can share. You can get your husband the lightning adapter when he goes and then you can have the other one for the other person. So you have two credit cards all the time if you're for charging. I like it. I think it's a, it's super slim and it's out of the way. And I think it's a great stocking stuffer. So the charge card. Now, can you use the same the same card for your 5S and your iPad, or are they two different cards? See, my, no, because my 5S has the lightning charger. It's the real small one, and then my iPad has the regular 30 pin. You know, the the older one. What I mean is, is, is can you buy, if you buy one for the lightning connector, will it work for both the 5S and the iPad 4? If the iPad, yes, if the if your connection is the lightning adapter and your iPad mini or your iPad has the lightning, it will work for that and your phone. Okay. If you, ha if you have, like for, for me, I have an iPad 3, which uses the 30 pin, you right. would need a, a separate one. They don't sell the adapter separately. Okay. Now so. I'm just wondering, because sometimes you have to have one for your iPad and something separate for your phone. But if it will work with both... Yeah, it that charges would be great. both. It's and it charges that you know USB 2.0 speed, so you know it's not bad. Huh. But it's nice because it's it's very durable plastic, and you know it's it's just nice if you're traveling, and you know if you're going to Starbucks or wherever you're going, and you don't have to bring your cave, you know, your charging cable. So this fits right in your wallet. I think it's handy. My husband travels a lot, so I think it would really um, be nice for him. To have that. Yeah. It'd be that nice for me, really too. Good. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah. My next gift is the 
in-one multi-tool utility case for the iPhone 5 and the 5S. Um, it's a um, multi-tool phone case and uh, it's, it's marketed as for people on the go, you know. Um, it comes with two screwdrivers. One, I think, is a Phillips and one a flathead. Two uh, ballpoint pins, one red, one blue, a nail file, a pair of tweezers, a set of scissors, and a kickstand. And so you can watch, um, I guess, movies or whatever on your iPhone. <laughs> um, it is the, all of the, the little uh, utilities are stored inside the case behind behind the device and it comes in clear so you can actually see the little utilities inside of it or a black and white case <clears throat> i thought it's a really cute idea uh relatively inexpensive and a great stocking stuffer um well 44.98 i don't know if that's really cheap but maybe you'll be able to get it on uh, on sale on maybe one of the cyber monday sales or whatever because uh, Come to think of $45, it's a bit steep, but it's really quite useful. All of those little utilities are things that when you're on the go, uh, you might just, you know, need those things. Also, I, I don't know if I mentioned, but it includes tweezers and scissors and a toothpick or something like that is in there. It just doesn't include duct tape. No duct tape. No. <laughs> duct tape makes you smart, right? <laughs> I think it's fabulous. Yes, right. I, 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 I think it's fabulous. I really do. You know, and just for safety reasons, too, sometimes if you're in a, I mean, thank goodness I haven't been knock on wood, but, you know, to have like a little toolkit that you can like pop something out and, I mean, granted, it's just probably a little thing, but it's better than nothing. You could scratch yeah. somebody with it, you know? Yeah. I always Pretty think so of personal safety. Yeah, then, uh, they said coming soon they're going to have it for the 5C and the Galaxy phones. I love it. I love it too. When I saw it, I thought, oh, this is way cool. I don't think I'll buy it at $45. It's a bit steep. I am think I'm going to wait and see. If so it goes it, on it, sale. It, yeah, if it goes on sale. It's a cute, nice thing to have. Because it has I think been it's... a while since you bought yourself a gift. <laughs> but for $45, I can think of some better gifts than that. <laughs> you know, Vicki, I agree. If this was like a $30 case, it'd totally be worth it to me. Yeah. But I think, yeah, yeah getting close to 50 just for some tools. I mean, it's a great concept. I love the concept of it. I initially saw it on the Mac Life deal, and it was like $35, but that's over. And so yeah. you have to go to their, uh, they have a website in one case uh, to find, to order it now. And it's $45. It's not cheap. So. I just like the fact that everything is so handy. You know, I'm eventually wondering if they're going to end up coming out with a case that there's a place to put maybe your credit cards unless we won't need that, unless we will just be able to have everything, you know, on our... I know that they're trying to work on that with Apple, so you just have your credit card numbers on your phone. Um, but also, I just think... To be able to have like small little tools, you know, like a, a tape measure, everything, all that's just perfect. So then you just have everything. I just love the convenience of that. I really do. Yeah, you know, I'm back to work using my wallet case on my iPhone too. So I, I like being able to just quickly leave and have everything at hand that I need. No yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, my last one is um, it's an it's an art app. It's called Art Set Pro Edition. It's by Lofopi. And I do want to um, say that they did give me a promo code for this. And I've been playing with it for about a week now. And for those of you that want to gift an app to an artist friend or somebody that has an interest in art, this is a really simplistic um, but very uh, robust uh, art app. I love the fact that it has a beautiful, probably one of the nicest um, oil painting mediums I've seen in an, in an app. Uh, Art Rage, of course, has a beautiful oil painting um, selection as well. The thing is, is that with the layers in Art Rage, which is another wonderful app, it uh, I do get a lot of low memory uh, problems with it. I haven't with this app because it doesn't have layers. So basically you can choose your background. You can have a linen or paper background. You have a bunch of tools. You have vine charcoal. You have uh, blending tools. So if you want to blend your marks, it has, like I said, the oil painting. And what is different about the particular oil painting 
medium here is that you have different brushes. So you go from very small to a flat brush and you can change your load on the brush so you can get some really beautiful effects for that, almost like a dry brush effect. I then you you know you can save it and you know upload it to um you know, uh, your camera roll, or you can mail it, or Twitter or Facebook it. It's $7.99, which is a, on the little higher um, end of our apps. But I think with the robustness of the tools and the, you know, the nice color palette it has, I think people might like this. It's, it's for somebody, I would say, that would be, uh, you know, into art, maybe haven't, really haven't worked with art on their iPad before. I think this is a great app to get them started. I think they've done a really good job. I, I bought Art Set a while ago because it was like 99 cents or something on sale, and I really liked it. And they have oil painting in there too, but not like a load selection like here where you can load your brushes with um, different paint loads. So I think, um, you know, I think it's if you're looking for something like under $10 to get an artist friend, this I think would be a really good app. Art Set Pro Edition by Lofo Pie, and it's available on the App Store. Okay, so I hope that these suggestions uh, put a little seed in your head for different gift ideas. We'd love to know what you, the listeners, are thinking about getting loved ones for the holidays. So please share your ideas with us through the Three Geeky Ladies Google Plus community or through Twitter or even our Facebook group, and all that information can be found at 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also be really, really appreciative if you would leave us a review or a star rating in iTunes, because that helps other people find the podcast. So on behalf of Suze and Vicky, I want to say thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. fan a film fan well check out the international film club podcast right here on the spotlight network tim chatton and alex barker dive into a different movie every time ranging from classics to some of the newer stuff and sometimes some obscure stuff that you actually might enjoy so check out the international film club podcast right here on the spotlight network